0: Welcome to the Nourished with PCOS podcast. I'm your host, Sam Abbott, registered dietitian nutritionist and PCOS nutrition expert. I'm here to help you learn how to manage PCOS and support your hormones while also having a healthy relationship with food in your body. You can improve PCOS symptoms and labs without dieting. Get ready to feel better with PCOS and leave diet culture in the rearview mirror. Hello, welcome to a new episode of the Nourish with PCOS podcast. I'm your host, Sam. I'm so excited that you're here today. And today's going to be a more casual episode because I actually wanted to chat about something that I saw on TikTok because this is a topic that comes up so much when I'm working with clients. Um, how do you deal with wanting to have a healthier relationship with food and your body and maybe heal an eating disorder, maybe binge eating? While simultaneously wanting to feel good in your body, especially when eating disorder recovery can sometimes involve gaining weight. Um, With binge eating disorder, I think people assume that if they're no longer binging, their labs are going to immediately improve and they're going to lose weight. And in reality, we have to approach health outcomes and we have to approach weight changes with curiosity instead of expectation because we really don't know what's going to happen. So I was watching TikTok and I saw a pretty big influencer who is well known for being in a larger body. That's kind of how she built her platform. She was sharing an experience where she went on a brand trip and just experienced some body discomfort and some distress from being in a larger body and The things that she was bringing up, even though my clients don't go on brand trips, a lot of the things that she was bringing up, I felt like were so strongly related to a lot of things that come up in coaching. So I just wanted to chat about this with you. I'm not going to share the influencer's name because these are my own professional thoughts and opinions, but I will share a little bit of context about the TikTok video that she made. So she goes on this brand trip, and she's reflecting on it, and she's really just feeling conflicted about her eating disorder recovery. She says that she's been in professional treatment for binge eating disorder, and by being more free with food, she has gained weight, and being on this brand trip has really made her experience a lot of body discomfort or view her health in a different way, and she's just trying to make sense of it all. So she talks about, first, the resort or the hotel where they're staying. She says that there are a lot of stairs. She said she got out of breath very easily. She was experiencing knee pain, and she said that overall she was just in pain throughout the trip. She shares an experience where the brand arranged for massages and they got massages in massage chairs and the massage chairs did not fit her body. So the brand rearranged her massage for a different time and she got a massage table. She talks about Pilates class and they did like a group class. She was with the other influencers and she said the class was too difficult for her. She ended up having to get up and leave in the middle of the class. And she makes a comment of just what that was like being surrounded by other influencers who had no issues doing the class. And then she kind of ends the video. She does mention some like ongoing GI problems that she's had for the past few months and doesn't really know where those are coming from. And she ends the video by just saying she wants to feel better. She wants to feel stronger. um, She wants to just be able to do more things in her body. And she's just kind of reconciling this with her eating disorder recovery. She mentioned several times it's not about weight. It's about wanting to feel good. And these are all things that we just hear a lot when we're working with clients who are trying to have a healthier or more peaceful relationship with food in their body, surrounded by a society and diet culture that isn't quite as supportive. So I wanted to just share my professional thoughts about this and give you some tips or a different perspective. I also want to start this out by acknowledging my own privilege. I live life in a straight-sized body. I do not have the same lived experiences uh, trying to navigate our society or healthcare, or diet culture in a larger body. So everything I'm going to share is based on my professional training from working with other non-diet professionals in larger bodies, uh, being trained in eating disorders and body image, um, my health at every size training, and then of course, my experience with clients. So I feel like diet culture really teaches us to just blame ourselves and blame our bodies for everything. And I really saw this in this TikTok um, because the influencer was very complimentary of the brand that planned this trip. She was saying they were awesome. Like when the massage chair did not fit her body, they immediately like rearranged things for her. She wasn't blaming any of this on the brand. And for me, watching um, this TikTok and hearing about her experience, I was feeling a lot of disappointment in the brand who planned this sponsored trip. And I think it really brings up the topic of accessibility. So some of the things I'm going to share, I'm going to speak specifically to this influencer, but they can be applied to anyone in any situation. When you're planning an event for a group of people, we need to be thinking about all body sizes and different physical abilities. Not everyone is going to feel comfortable at a resort where you have to get from point A to point B by climbing a lot of stairs. Um, A resort should have seating that accommodates all body sizes even when somebody is getting a massage and you're using a massage chair. And I think especially in this situation where a brand is literally hosting somebody for some sort of social media exposure, probably, and that person has built their following by sharing life in a larger body, then a brand should really be thinking about this Um, But even outside of talking about brands and influencers, we need to have seating that fits all body sizes. There also should not be an assumption that everyone in a group is going to want to or be able to take an exercise class like a Pilates class. And for some reason, if this class was a necessity, which I'm assuming it wasn't, but if it was, the instructor should be offering heavy modifications for people at different ability levels so different ability levels can enjoy the class. I know for me, I have long COVID and I would not be able to stay at a resort with a lot of steps. Actually, we went on vacation last year to a resort in the caribbean and it did have a lot of steps and it really affected the way that i was able to experience and enjoy the vacation and i will never probably be able to go back to that resort um and so these are the types of things that if somebody is planning a group event they should really be thinking about I also would not be able to participate in a Pilates class or probably any type of exercise class unless it was seated or just involved stretching. So this isn't just about weight or body size. It really is about ableism too. And it made me feel really sad for this influencer when I was watching this TikTok because it was very clear she was blaming her body for everything. And I hope that the brand that sponsored the trip at least learned a thing or two about accessibility and some things to think about for next time. And I know if you're listening to this, you're probably not an influencer. You're probably not going to be faced with going on a brand trip, but I'm sure that you can take a lot of these situations and relate to them in your own life, whether that's trying to buy clothes or trying to receive respectful health care, maybe get certain medical procedures like IVF or even certain orthopedic procedures. I hear my clients sharing that their orthopedic doctor has like a BMI requirement or things like that. Seating at restaurants, like all sorts of things I just want you to know these are not individual problems. This is not the problem of you or your body size. These are systemic problems. These are cultural problems. And I think the more we call them out and the more we talk about them, the better we can make change and make improvements. Um, I know for me, if I'm shopping in a store and they send me a survey afterwards asking what my personal experience was... I always fill out the survey and I always make a comment about size inclusivity. And a lot of times now I cannot find clothes in the store anymore. I have to order them online. And I think brands need to know this. They need to hear about these experiences. I also wanted to chat for a minute about this influencer's concerns over her orthopedic Pain. Um, She mentioned knee pain. She mentioned overall just being like physically in pain and she mentioned being out of breath. And like I was saying, I think diet culture really teaches us that any physical ailment that we are experiencing is because of our weight. And if we lost weight, this would improve. And this is just really not true. You could lose weight and not actually be addressing the actual issue that's causing your pain, and then you you may not experience an improvement, or you could even work on addressing the specific thing that's causing you pain and experience some improvement and not experience any weight changes. And I know, and I want to acknowledge that if you were to go to the doctor, if you were to see a specialist, you would probably be told to lose weight. And I want you, if you are kind of in this place, to go back and listen to One of my first episodes of the podcast, it was with Danny Shapiro. He's a physical therapist. He talks about what's so problematic about telling patients to lose weight for pain. And he talks about how much um, he helps his clients with working on specific aches and pains and how these can be improved independent of weight. I have seen so many of my clients who have really blamed their body size for physical discomfort finally be open to seeing a physical therapist for this discomfort and have seen great improvements, if not having the issue be completely resolved just by doing specific exercises or things customized to whatever issue they're experiencing and this has occurred independent of weight. So you deserve to live life where if there is a way to improve some of the discomfort that you're feeling, that you have the resources available to you to address that. And I just want to make sure that you are aware that this is something that you can possibly address independent of weight. Okay, so as we end today's episode, I want to leave you with a couple of thoughts to think about. Um, The first, going back to this TikTok video, is an idea that it's not about weight or weight loss. It's just about feeling better. So I want you to think about what feeling better means to you. Like maybe make a list. Is it having more energy? Is it being able to go up steps without getting out of breath? Is it related to sleep quality? Whatever feeling better means to you. Would you be satisfied or happy if you were able to achieve all of those things, but your weight didn't change? So that's one thing to think about. The second thing that I would love for you to think about is the topic of accessibility. Which would be more important to you? Living life in a smaller body or living life where everyone is accepted and has all of the resources and care that they need independent of their weight? And I think how you answer those two questions can kind of give you some perspective of where you are in terms of how you're feeling about body size. And those two questions specifically, those are questions that my body image supervisor, Bree Campos, tends to ask a lot. Um, Because I do think it's very important to understand kind of where you really are with how you're feeling about body size, because that can help us move forward in the work that we do together. Okay, so I hope that you have really enjoyed this episode If you have any other social media videos that you want me to chat about or break apart or give you my perspective on, I would be really, really happy to do that. All right. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Nourished with PCOS podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe so you can catch new episodes. I'd also be so grateful if you left a review and rating for the pod as well. See you next Wednesday.